Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is, um, <sighs> someone tangentially related to the X-Men, Jordan. <laughs> well, that just doesn't narrow it down at all. <laughs> I know, I, I think, does she do magic? Who's, who is it? Oh, no, okay, no, 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 yeah, who, okay. No, she does magic. Okay, cool. That, that, she that, has that a diff- does narrow, narrow it down, then. No, no it doesn't. Well, <laughs> I mean, it kind of like, okay, in comparison where you say tangentially the, the X-Men and then they do magic, that at least gets rid of, like, you know, five extra people. Yeah, it gets rid of about five. <laughs> you know. Like, what? What does she do? Yeah, she does magic. Okay, yeah, today we're going to be talking about, oh, by the way, did I say Jordan already? I yes. think. Jordan. Okay, whatever. I- we're talking to Jordan. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about. Sorry, like I was, I was confused because like there's an assumed name. Okay. Instead of the real name, and like they kept on using the real name and the thing. Oh. I'm just like, who are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Amanda Sefton. Ooh. Like, that's a name I recognize, even though I haven't really seen her much. Yeah. Oh, Like, wasn't no. wasn't she, like, a potential love interest to Nightcrawler? Y- yeah. Y- yeah. She's also stereotype. Yeah, that's right. People. Yeah, because, I was going to say, because she's, like, got, like, the same kind of, like, weird Rom- Romanov background stuff that kind of Scarlet Witch has, but... Yeah. Yeah. But... Well, we'll get through it. I mean, she actually doesn't show up that often. Oh. Oh, she gets a real horny redraw later, though. Ooh. I mean, she's... It's real horny. Well, you know what? It was always a little horny. She's a magic user, and you know yeah. how... She gets, yeah. a bad... she gets a bad 90s thing, too. Ooh. Oh, man, they do not do her good at all. Aw. Man, her costuming sucks. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, man, like just I don't understand. Like I know they can draw good, good costumes for feminine people because there's a lot of good costumes in the earlier days for feminine people. Yeah, like I just don't understand how why they're so bad at it with her. There's a lot of bad ones, but but here's what she looks like. It's it's a lady. Yep, standard lady, and if. If I remember in colored version, she has blonde hair, too, so it's, like, yeah, it's typical blonde. blonde. <laughs> yeah, it's a blonde lady, and uh, she's really pretty, uh, so, you know, there's that. Now that. You know what? She actually does appear in a decent amount, but I think it was, like, stuff in the 90s, mostly, because it seems like yeah. that's where a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing. Um, well, yeah, because, like, like I said, like, I remember hearing of her, but not, like, seeing a lot of her. And a lot of the things that she seemed like she was like a really good like uh, side character to Nightcrawler, like the the characterization of the two of them together, and like when she was in the comics was was well from what I remember. But 
again, I only like maybe saw her like once in comic and 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 mostly heard about her than read about her. Her real name is Jimin Zardos, and at this point in time, her occupation was airline stewardess. Huh. So uh, yeah, and I mean, this that's is a thing. And this is around. This is this is, was book around the eighties and nineties when it was put out, right? This uh, this is eighty nine. Eighty nine so, update. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. She's she is a citizen of get this West Germany. Uh. Now uh, naturalized citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Huh. So yeah. Uh. Other aliases unknown. Place of birth unrevealed. She is single. Her known relatives is Margali Zardos, mother. Stefan Zardos, brother, deceased, and Kurt Wagner, foster brother. Why is there so much kind of incest? <laughs> yeah. Why is there so much kind? Like, there's so much kind of incest. And th- the thing is, like, someone was pointing it out, and I just started watching later seasons of The Flash. <laughs> it's and, like, well, I think I think it's one of those things where, like, they <clears throat> where. They like to do the idea of childhood friends, and sometimes the best way to do that is if their families are close in some way. And sometimes the simplest way is like, oh, they're the they were orphaned, like this his family got orphaned and his other family raised him or something like that. And it just makes and in and in retrospect, you're like, wait, that kind of makes them brother yeah. and sister. But, but but here's the thing. Um there's a there's a button in your brain, one of the many buttons in your brain. That says, hey, this person is a family member, don't fuck them. Oh, wait, sorry. Don't <laughs> doink them. Yeah. That often also applies to other people who you perceive as your family in some way. Yeah. It's the, it's the whole, it, there's just so much kind of incest, and I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, look on the bright like, side, at least, at least this isn't the Japanese manga where they seem to really, really lean on that sometimes uh yeah so much kind of incest but uh but yeah i i really there's i saw like five pictures of of kurt kissing her yeah go on it's uh, okay but um but yeah she first showed up in x-men issue number 98 the sentinels are back um, oh i'm going to assume and i'm sending you the link that the Sentinels are back. So now, they were gone, uh, this, and now this is their return. Yeah. So it, it came out in April 1976, so still fairly early mm-hmm. in the Claremont run. Um, and the cover is what you would expect for a Sentinel story. Yeah. Um, you have... Okay, first off, the, okay, so in the 70s, it had the, instead of the character box, I had, the, like, the little circle. Yeah. And it it's all, way too crowded. Yeah, it's this got all one. the, they decided to put all the, the, all the team members' heads. They should have just put, like, uh, well, I know how much you hate the, the screen flying, but a, but a, uh, oh, a Banshee, Banshee just, They should have just said Banshee, but again, yeah, I agree, but I hate him. Because, <laughs> well, it's just that with those weird wings of his when he has his arms out, it's a really good look. Even if it's yeah, a it, stupid way of flying, and also it would also would look like there was a second smaller version of him further away. Yeah, which I again, I love, I, I love the little circle thing where it just looks like it, there's a second smaller version of them. But you know, you know, they Storm, Storm could have done it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But either no, one of those two, I think, would would have been a great, yeah. great circle character. Yeah, but you have a, uh, but basically. 
the background is green with Kirby Crackle. Um, and you have Colossus, who was, well, sorry, and you have two Sentinels on top of a building, which is an odd location for two really heavy robots. Yeah. Um, uh, one of Strong them building. backhanded I- uh, Colossus, and he's falling to the ground. <laughs> Oh, uh, I love that. It's just an open stand backhand with the, with the lines, too. So it looks like he just, like, would... No. Yeah, uh, you have Cyclops being held by the one that didn't slap uh, Colossus, shooting him with his punch beams from his punch dimension eyes. Um, and I think that's Banshee above him? Above that Sentinel? No, I think that's No, it's Wolverine. Wolverine. It's Wolverine. He's trying to slice Where's him up. Where's Banshee with- on this? No. Because he's in the circle. Yeah, he's in the circle, yeah. Well, well, you have Wolverine, he's just uh, giving, giving the Sentinel a nice little haircut in the back. Uh, you have Kurt crawling up the wall. The perspective and proportions are <laughs> off on this. The more I look at it, the worse it is. <laughs> by, by the- okay, so- Okay, like so it's definitely have, eye-grabbing, but it's one- but like you said, no, it's one of those ones where you look at it, it gets worse. It gets worse because okay, so Colossus is the foreground, so mm-hmm. he's going to be bigger, right? And Colossus is a big boy; he's yes. a real big boy. Yes. Um, but it looks like Kurt, who is a twink, is about as big as him because he's supposed to be closer to the building. Yeah. But like, it looks like if he spread out, he'd be taller. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 weird. Yeah, and then like, and I don't the perspective on the building, like the building is a trapezoid. Hmm. Yeah. So you're like I don't like looking, looking at this. <laughs> you know, I was saying I was saying I like this, but the more I look at it, I don't think I like it as much. It's like a bad magic eye, where like the more you look at it, the, the more it focuses into something bad. And I don't want to like I I don't want to like insult the because co- it's eye catching, but like oh yeah, the more I analyze it, like man, like all they need to do is like move the lines a little bit and make like uh make make the characters a little bit smaller and it would be fine it's like it's i guess it's kind of like one of those artist things where like someone when they're doing art they draw it out and they do everything fine first and they're like yeah this good great and then they come back to it like five minutes later and like oh no oh no again it's not it's not a bad one by any means it's just you know um i don't know but so apparently it's also a christmas story and they also are uh, meeting up with uh, Peter uh, Peter Kimbo, who is the astronaut, sailor, scientist, smartest man in the world <laughs> that what? they forgot about, like conveniently sometime in the eighties. I they used to, yeah, huh, yeah. Peter Corbo used to be around all the time, huh. and then he just stopped being around <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and yeah, um, but yeah, so. Amanda Shefton was born Jemaine uh, Sardos, daughter of the powerful Roma queen and sorceress Magali Sardos, also known as Magali of the Winding Way. Magali Sardos also had a son, Stefan, and she adopted the mutant infant Kurt Wagner, who later became the X-Men known as Nightcrawler. Magali is said to have found Wagner's mother lying next to the baby, dying. And having found his father already dead nearby, Magali took the baby to the small Bulgarian Bulgarian circus where she worked as a fortune teller as a cover for her activities as a sorceress. 
She never legally adopted Wagner, but was regarded by him as his foster mother, which makes it even worse. <laughs> she just kidnapped the child. No, no. Okay, no. You know what? Kidnap the child, whatever. You know, you find a baby, there's no parents around, you know, you know t- take it, whatever. Well, especially if it's a baby, I won't remember. Um, but it's it's the fact that he regarded Magali, Magali as a mother, mm-hmm. which meant her daughter. Yeah. Would be a sister. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole Irish West and, and Wally West. I mean, Irish West and Barry Allen thing again. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I gotta, I say this all the time, but I have to. So they, so sometime in season three, when they both like, were just like, yo, we're both horny for each other. Um, First off, like, they were, like, he was taken in, like, when he was like eight by the West family. Um. And by the way, I don't go with a flash. Uh, but Barry Barry was taken in around like eight. I want to say eight and nine. And Iris says, I always liked you a lot. Which means with both of them growing up together in the same house, probably in the rooms next to each other, we're just like, yeah, I'm so horny for my adopted brother or sister. Uh. It's so, it's gross. Yeah. You can't do that. Stop doing kind of incest, please. It's just it's it's gross in a way that it's just okay <sighs> okay but um Wagner grew up happily in the circus and Jemine and Stefan became his closest friends his by this by his adolescence Wagner had become the circus star acrobatic and aerial artist meanwhile Magali was training Jemine as to become a sorceress however. Years later, Texas billionaire Amos Jardine, who ran a large circus in Florida, heard of the circus Wagner worked for and bought it. Jardine intended to move his be- the best acts to his American circus. However, he demanded that Wagner, who had a demonic appearance, be placed in the circus's freak show. Appalled, Wagner quit and made his way to Wissendorf, Germany. Stefan was. This sounds like it's more about uh, Nightcrawler right now, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. <laughs> I love it when they have a a character, especially if they happen to be a woman, and it's more about someone else who happens to be not them, and most of the time a dude. Man, uh, it's just, it's so great. I love it. It's so wonderful. He discovered that Stefan had gone mad and brutally slain several children. Okay, cool. That's a cool thing to find out. It suddenly come out of nowhere. His brother went saying, well, stepbrother. Uh, two nights after leaving the circus, Wagner found Stefan and fought him, hoping to stop his rampage. In the course of the struggle, Wagner unintentionally broke Stefan's neck. Then Wagner discovered that the villagers of Risendorf assumed him to be a, a, the demon responsible for the child killings. Okay. You know, okay. I don't blame them. Because they came in at it a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. Does it suck? Yes. Yeah. A lot. I don't blame them, considering the Marvel Universe and how many times demons just pop out of nowhere and kill people. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Now, is it as common as, like, aliens popping out of nowhere? No. But it's still very common. So, um, they were about to kill him when they were all psionically paralyzed by Professor... Charles Xavier, who came to recruit uh, Wagner into the X-Men. Wagner agreed 
To join the group before they left for America, he and Xavier went to the Bavarian Circus to explain to Magali about Stefan's death. However, Magali was not there. Wow, we have not talked about no. the the subject of no. this for a good hundred words at least. Also, uh, for some reason, I'm wondering, did they leave a note? Um, I doubt it. Well, see, that's that's the problem. Yeah, always leave a note. We're out of milk. I could have got it earlier if someone would have left a note. Why? If someone had left a note, this this innocent man would still have his arm. Why? That's why you always leave a note. So Magali held Wagner responsible for Stefan's death. As for Jemine, she had fallen in love with Wagner and followed him to America to watch over him. There she adopted the new identity of airline stewardess Amanda Stefan. Not Stefan, sorry. Amanda Sefton, whose guide she uh, arranged to encounter Wagner, supposedly by accident. Stefan, not Stefan, Sefton, used her magical powers to disguise herself sufficiently that Wagner would not recognize her. I don't like this. I don't mm. like this. I don't like this. This is bad. So he never knew he was dating his sister. This is bad. <coughs> yeah. I don't... Uh, uh. <sighs> Amanda and her best friend in America, Elizabeth Betsy Wilford, uh, became the girlfriends of Wagner and his fellow X-Men Colossus, respectively. Huh. Oh, I was hoping they were both dating <laughs> Nightcrawler because he could do that. Yeah, there's <laughs> not 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 only is he hot enough, he has he has enough he has enough care and attention to just make sure everyone feels like they're the only person in the room. He's, so he's got a lot of charisma. That's that's yeah. one of the things I think that they sometimes forget to show, but but when they do, is really neat is that he does have like a really good presence. Also, I think canonically he's very he's considered very handsome among a lot of mutants as well. Huh. Yeah. Cuz like he, you know, also he's one of the only people who knows how to platonically flirt. He definitely boinked uh Wolverine at one point. I will not take that as anything else. Like that is a 100% canon. There's even a whole cover that is just him naked in silhouette. And Wolverine just looking like he's about to, like, go to town. <laughs> like, so, he definitely boinked Wolverine at one point. He knows how to platonically flirt. He knows how to... He's also... He has that Catholic guilt thing, but it's not gritty, like like uh, Daredevils. He's just, he's just horny, filled with Catholic guilt, but also is, like, you know, DTF. So, it's cool. He's wonderful. I love him. Now that being said, let's talk about this. Uh, his his sister, his 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 sister, who's gaslighting him into dating her, <laughs> because that's a fun thing. And eventually, ha- however, Magali took revenge on Wagner, plunging him into a pocket dimension, which he mystically molded into the form of hell, as depicted by Dante's classic poem, "The Inferno," aided by Earth's Sorcerer Supreme. Doctor Strange, the X-Men succeed in finding and rescuing a Wagner in that dimension. 
Wagner confronted Magali, who finally learned about the truth of Stefan's demise, and Wagner and Magali were re- reconciled. You know, that actually yeah. turned out a lot better than normal in Marvel situation. Yeah, normally the other person gets killed because they keep on attacking. I'd be there. I have to defend myself. Um, <coughs> at the same time, that it was at that same time that Amanda revealed who she truly was to Wagner. Wagner was overjoyed to learn that America and Germain was one. And then they, then they, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> he was overjoyed. So he was happy that he was dating God. his sister. He was doing that thing where it's just like, man, I'm so horny for my stepsister in the other room. Uh-huh. And then he was, God, what? What is it? I just, what can I do to have less kind of incest? Um, sadly, I think the answer would be read less <laughs> comics. I know, it'd be less, no, not even read less comics, just watch less media. Because there's so much kind oh, of incest yeah. in everything. Yeah, like like even in Arrested Development had a whole plot line, yeah. <laughs> which was kind of incest. Oh, and then when they got uh, Jason Bateman's sister to play a character too, that yeah. made it that made it double. Like there was the incest implied in, in, in this. <laughs> oh. Just there's so much kind of incest. I just want to stop. It needs to stop. Okay, apart from the misfortune, uh, misfortune subsequent uh, encounter. Involving herself, Magali, Magali, and Doctor Strange, Stefan, for the most part, occupied herself with her stewardess job and her relationship with Wagner. However, rather with magic. Okay. So she uh, so spent she... more time doing that than than magic. Yeah. Magic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Although it would have been cool if there was a K at the end, and she was also dating <laughs> magic. But uh, I think it'd be weird at this time because magic would have been a baby. Yeah. So no. Well, actually, would you well, know she'd be in? No, she would be in limbo right now. I think. Didn't she? Didn't didn't she like help like train magic or take the name magic at one point though? She took the name magic at one point. Okay, because because I remember her basically having some dealing with Velasco and that and that limbo. Yeah, she did for a little bit. It looked like it was like late nineties. I'm looking from the art anyway. Okay. Maybe, maybe 2000s. Okay. I don't know. Um, But yeah. But yeah, so, however, Nightcrawler enlisted her aid in helping the X-Men fight off an alien sorceress. Fight off the alien sorceress dire wraiths, which were storming the uh, Dallas headquarters of the mutant inventor and mystic Forge. Sifton went into action in costume alongside the X-Men and her command of magical forces proved essential in winning the X-Men's victory over the ra- uh, Wraiths. Yeah. Um, Wagner and Stefan continued their relationship over the years, but they parted when Stefan came to believe Wagner had fallen into a deep depression and was keeping her emotionally distant. Hey! That's kinda shitty! Yeah. Wait, now- oh! I think I I had a comic right right when that started too because there was like a one shot where uh, he got involved saving people from arcade and like they had a fight right at the beginning of it. Yeah. Okay. Here's 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 the thing. It's not your job as as a partner of someone to fix them or make them not depressed or anything. Yeah. You don't 
further yourself away from them at that point, though, unless they hit a line and you need to communicate that very clearly. Because if someone is super depressed and all of a sudden you're not around them anymore, that's going to make them think that they deserve how they feel. Oh, they did. Um, at the time, uh, Kurt was really shitty, too. Like, well, I mean, of course, but yeah. But no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, remember how I said they, they had that fight? Yeah. It, he was, he was, he was like kind of like bitching and moaning and stuff like that. And at one point he actually said, how do I know you're not using magic to make me love you? Okay. Now, now that's a bad thing to say. Yeah. It's a bad thing to say. No, but she did gaslight him. Yeah. No, no. Like, like I said, like it, it is, it is a, it is a concern with like magic and all the stuff that they've been through, but it's still a shitty thing to say to her. It's yeah, more like, but, like, I've had this worry about it, even though I know logically you wouldn't do that. Okay, but, okay, but, again, she did disguise herself. Yeah. I, okay, I, I, again, I don't want to, like, back any toxic behavior. Yeah. She does have a history of lying to his face using magic. <laughs> so, you know, it would be in the back of your mind. Yeah. And... I don't blame him. There's a better way to say it, but but yeah, but whatever. It turns out, you know, st- stuff, pe- things, bad relationships. Okay, cool. Recently, uh, Sefton became a member of the X-Men when she joined together with various allies of the team to fight their current members of their cyber- uh, cyborg foes, the Reavers. Um, yeah, she's six, uh, sorry, she's five, six, weighs 110, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair, she does, you know, moderate exercise, and she has, like, moderate magical abilities. Hmm. Um, like, she's, the, the, she's, like, above an apprentice, but not as good as, like, her mother. A novice? Uh, Is I think adept would be the right one. Adept, yeah. Adept, yeah, or journeyman, or journeyman. I think a journeyman, yeah, the- yeah. I think it'd be journeyman or yeoman. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's that's the kind of term. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what her full capable, uh, what she's fully capable of. We know she can shoot a uh, blast of magic uh, to keep the uh, uh, enough to use against a the sorcerer diorafes, and uh, you know we don't know how strong she's gonna get, but you know she hmm. does stuff later. She joins uh, Excalibur briefly with the name Day Tripper, um, and gets a red and white suit. Yeah, it's red and white with like a blue cape. Um, and then she deals with Belasco for a little bit. Then she becomes Magic Two. Yeah, with the K. Uh, yeah, with the K. And oh man, that is a lot of complicated stuff. Then I guess she. She turns into Day Tripper again after that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's been around, but like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a big fan of people <laughs> turning the turning themselves to look different so they could kinda do some incest with their foster brother. Like I can understand like if it's like a changeling character that but I think you as long as you're upfront about it, you know? Like, hey, I don't have I don't have a default uh look. Like like Magan. Yeah. She has all the like, she literally turns into what people think about her. Yeah, like, like if that was if that was known straight out, like it's it's a little less creepy because then a person can see that and be like, okay, this is what if this is what my mind is, then I can look at myself and understand what's you know like what 
problems there are and what I have or what things that I shouldn't be thinking about. Yeah. But like they can use it to improve themselves. But if you don't know yeah. if you don't know about it, you don't know that's what's it's, going it's on. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's just a bad thing. You shouldn't do that. Uh but you know, yes. what's whatever. I'm just So the lesson that's... here is that we should always be upfront and honest. As best yeah, as we can as also, absolutely best as we can. Also stop dating your stepbrothers and sisters. <laughs> Christ. Come on. Uh, like <laughs> Gross. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, so we're pretty much done. Do you have anything else to say? Mm, no, like I said, like, other than the, uh, you know, the gross, like, dating your sister kind of thing, like, it seemed like they had good off-and-on, like, relationships otherwise. Like, I mean, other than creepy stuff like that. So, other than the rough patches and that, I guess it, I would like to see, like, more of her see how she's developed, see if she gets better, especially with the whole thing with, like, Krakoa, and and, uh, like, a lot of times, like, isn't, like, Kurt, like, having, like, a thing where he's, like, wondering about, uh, how, how th religion fits into the whole, uh, yeah, Krakoa he's thing. basically making the mutant religion right now. Yeah, like, so, like, seeing his, some of his exes, or, like, you know, not like non-mutant people that he knows like to talk to to have like an outside view would be interesting i think i mean it would be interesting but also he has to go around uh and get and gather up all the uh the ace and uh non non able to fuck people like away from the orgies that they have uh, on a regular basis oh yeah no yeah he, he he's like the sitter of the people oh some people yeah some people can't doink so and some people don't want to. So he's just like, yeah, well, I'll be with you. Because, you know, he can get it whenever he wants. I mean, look at him. He's, he's, he's not a crawler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes but, you need that platonic emotional connection. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, he's he's nice. Also, yeah, I like, yeah, Way of the X is a good story. It, I would okay. definitely read it. Okay. Mostly because Nightcrawler's really cool. And he's the main character in it. But also other things. But, uh, but, but yeah, besides that, uh, what do you have to plug? Um, let's see. Oh, uh, you can mostly hear me on, uh, War and Beasts on an audio entropy, uh, podcast where we talk about Transformers. Most, we started off talking about the Beast Wars series in, uh, that were in the 90s. We actually went through all that and, and Beast Machines. But lately, we've also been talking about the Netflix, uh, trilogy that's been on, that's been put up. And we're almost done. Well, by the time it's out, we'll probably be done. But we're, done all the way through King uh, Kingdom, like War for Cybertron Kingdom, which basically brings back in Beast War characters, so we kind of, like, did a whole circle right back to the beginning again. Yeah. Well, um, my name is Jesse, I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where me and my friend Fiona uh, look at, discuss cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. I also happen to have multiple ways you can support me one of which uh, if you want to do it monetarily uh, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabet flight um but if you want to do support me in other ways you can uh tell a friend write review subscribe on your podcatcher of choice um or you can go to at alphabet flight on twitter or instagram and uh you know interact with the posts maybe share it and you can also see like uh some pictures of you know some some cool panels while also seeing like the cover 
and a little audiogram. Uh, this has been um, Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Bye.